It's Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. It's a, uh, well, what we used to call this, Glenn Stretch-Smith joining us now. Overreaction Mondays, what we used to say when uh, Stretch and I would be on with none other than Randy Galloway back in the day in Dallas. Everybody was uh, reacting over the top. But, but Stretch, this is a, uh, and welcome back to the uh, the Mosley Show, the most listened to show of any show in Central Texas, including like the music stations. I mean, they just all step aside and go, hey, from three to six, we're going to take a knee. We're going to take a knee. And, Stretch, we uh, always, the ESPN Central Texas family, is always pleased to have you uh, on our airwaves. Um, this one, Stretch, I was trying to remember a bigger regular season victory. And of the McCarthy era, there's not much to compare it to. I mean, I'm sure, yeah. you know, he's had a couple, but this is, and they've done well against the Eagles. Quite honestly, Dak has a pretty good record against all the NFC East teams. But with everything on the line, to come out and hammer an Eagles team was really impressive. And, I mean, it, it you know, I, again, I don't want to overreact, but this was the first game of the year that really made you think, whoa, okay, this win uh, means something. Well, I think, I mean, I think you make a point. I mean, it's the biggest win, obviously, in his time with the Cowboys. I, I think that this team needed this win last night. They needed what they felt like was a signature win. They needed to go out and take a team that, I mean, you know, a lot of people had said initially, was the best team in the NFC. And I, and that's this was talking about two or three weeks ago before obviously they were beat by San Francisco. But this was a team that came in and arguably had the best offensive line being the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, a team that arguably had, you know, the best receivers in, in, in Brown and Smith getting their tight end back, Goddard. Uh, you know, felt like that uh, they were coming in to Dallas to really, you know, kind of for all practical purposes, put some distance between them and the Cowboys. And and the Cowboys just, I mean, in my mind, really got after them. And I'm saying from really the the opening kick until what what I felt like was, you know, uh, two minutes to play in the game. D Dallas had complete control of the football game. Now. I'm going to say this, it was frustrating to obviously watch the quarterback fumble the ball and give them a scoop and score because when you look at how the Dallas defense played, they dominated the football game. And when I say dominated the football game, they they felt like they could get after Hurts. Now, we could argue whether Hurts was 100% or not, and I can tell you that watching it again and re-looking at the film, he's not 100%. But – Regardless, Dallas really, really took it to the Philadelphia Eagles last night. They did it on Sunday night football in front of, you know, I don't know what the final number was, but it was it was a stupid amount of people. And most importantly, they got the quarterback uh, and, and put him, I think, in position to possibly be the MVP. And 
the only way this team is going to go and, and I think go to the level that they can go to is to have the quarterback continue to play at the level he's playing at. So, you know, here I am. I've opened my statement here. And we've talked about, you know, hey, was it a, was it the right win for Mike McCarthy? And the answer is yes. And then they did it, you know, defensively, offensively. They, they, they dominated the football game. How much do you think Mike has to do with Dak's success and what I mean you know like the play calling you watch these things you see how they set it up he was struggling in the red zone early doesn't really seem to be a problem anymore although they are kicking a lot of field goals most of those are like long field goals but what do you how much of Dak's success do you credit Mike and or Schottenheimer um, and, and just because I'm just kind of curious how that changed from Kellen. How, how I mean, seemingly it's had a really nice effect on Dak. Well, yeah, I, I think that, you know, they, it, the West Coast offense always creates and always brings some sort of a shallow cross. There is a, there is a place for you to get rid of the football, dump the football down get it out of your hand. I think he's comfortable in that offense. I think he likes having the ability to take a first look at the defense and then say, okay, I'm going here with this football. You saw it in the, uh, when he, when he ran that skinny post to, uh, to cooks there before the half. Uh, now, obviously they had had, uh, they, they had had their safety go down. Uh, the, the Eagles' safety went down, and when he went down, they, they had to replace him. And when they had to replace him, they were having to play some different coverages. And you saw Mike McCarthy immediately go after, you know, that 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 position. And you saw Dak accept that responsibility and accept the challenge of knowing, hey, I've got to go, I've got to come in this football game and continue to put the pressure on the Eagles. I think the offense fits him and fits what he wants to do. Um, I'm talking about with the football as far as being able to get it out of his hand and get it out of his hand quickly. And, and when you look at how the Cowboys are attacking, um, really all I'm saying everything that they're doing offensively, how they're attacking other defenses it seems to fit him what Mike McCarthy likes to do and how Mike McCarthy likes to call the football game. Yeah, and I was just looking up that one, that safety who came in. The guy you were talking about, Blankenship, got in concussion protocol. He came up and tried to make a play. I, I'll say right now, anybody that tries to tackle Jake Ferguson is either going to get embarrassed or he may take them for a little ride right now. I I thought we've made the point about, you know, does, is Dak going to miss Dalton Schultz? And I think at times he did. But now Ferguson has emerged, in, and from an athleticism standpoint, you see the leaping. You see the run after catch. Uh, stretch, this guy's not just like, oh, hey, he's gone from serviceable, pretty good, to like a, a major weapon on this team. Um, how big do you think that is for Dak? 
And what are you seeing from Ferguson? I I, I kind of like the fact that he, I mean, he's a big target and he's and he's making contested catches, big catches. Uh, well, yeah, you and, saw it against Seattle. Yeah, and I, I mean, I mean, you make the point. You know what? Is, what is the comfort level that Dak has with the tight end? You're tying it in with, you know, how Mike McCarthy calls the offense and what he does, and obviously, the, you know, the 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 player personnel department of the Cowboys felt like they had a good enough player in Jake Ferguson to replace Dalton Schultz. And so they allowed Dalton Schultz to go to the Texans in free agency. And that really was Dak's kind of, you know, kind of his underneath comfort guy where he could, he could throw those underneath option routes. He could get that ball out of his hand quickly because he knew he could stick it in certain tight areas in those five-yard option routes to Dalton Schultz. And, in fact, what they've done is they've replaced Dalton Schultz with Jake Ferguson, and Jake Ferguson looks to be a faster version of Dalton Schultz. You see him, I mean, it's like week after week, they get him in those seam throws, and he's able to, you know, split the middle of the field and be able to do do some things I think that really showcase who he is and what he can do. And so I think the Cowboys made a good call there, just like they allowed Noah Brown to go to Houston also in free agency, and they replaced him with Colbert. So it's the depth of the Cowboys football team right now that I also feel like separates them uh, from everybody else um, or any of the other teams when the Cowboys have gotten to this kind of this 10-win, 11-win plateau, and people have said, "Well, you know, uh, you know, I don't real, I'm not real sure this team is that good, or I'm not real sure they're, you know, they're they're good enough to really go all the way." And then you start talking about overreaction Monday, and I saw some articles today where they were talking about, "Oh, Cowboys fans are already." you know, researching hotel rooms in Las Vegas. So it's dang sure an overreaction Monday when you're doing that. <laughs> Where would you, um, <clears throat> Glenn Stretch Smith on the Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas, would you, if, if we do go to the Super Bowl, and I say we, I'm just talking about the two of us, not, not uh, necessarily we as in the Cowboys, we are very we are very uh, big-time journalists and would not use the word we. But if the Cowboys go, where would you want to stay in Vegas? Do you have a – would you be over at the Sands, who own the Mavericks now, or would you like to get over to the Venetian or the old-school MGM? Are you trying to – are you trying to – are you trying to prep Gary Moss for where you think we need to go mostly? Is that why you're asking me this? You're kind of trying to – to see if we can get in there. I, you know what? If the Cowboys get to the to the Super Bowl, I'm going to say I, I'm going to say Mosley, you're you're going to want the bridal suite probably at the Venetian, and I'm going to I'm going to be com- really comfortable at the MGM. So that, that, that that's just the two yeah the two places I'd throw out there real quick. Yeah, I think I would be asked to cover the game from Oakley's there in Waco is uh, is probably where what will end up happening. 
Um, some of these numbers, though, stretch are staggering. The uh, Cowboys have won eight games by 20 or more points, setting a franchise record for the most 20-point wins in a season. Those eight 20-point wins are the most by any NFL team since the 2007 Patriots. I mean, my goodness. Um, and, and they had 10. They had 10 of those dominating wins. By the way, the uh, 49ers only have four of those. I mean, we think of them as, a, as maybe the best team in the NFL. They only have four of those this season. And the Eagles win tons of one-score games. I mean, you hate to knock them for a lot of those wins being close, but they do play in a lot of close games. Now, again, credit them for winning those games. But the dominance that the Cowboys are showing, does that does that make you almost, in a sense, have higher hopes for this Cowboys team than those in the past just by the fact that they seem to like putting teams away and that we that has not always been the case with the Cowboys? I mean, I, I do think that that when you look at when you look at how they're playing, uh, the level they're playing to, and the fact that, like you said, I mean they're they're going right at teams and trying to knock them out. I I go to last night's game again, and I say, I mean, if Dak and we could, I mean, we we can obviously point to one or two plays in every football game, but I mean. Dak can't fumble the football in that scenario, and I'm sure he'll tell you that. But then, I mean, if they don't have a well-designed fourth down, uh, I'm talking about fake punt that the Eagles ran that then got them down there and got them a field goal, I mean, this is a team that scored three points against the Cowboys. I mean, that's, that's, that, is, that is significant to me. I mean, they held – they held Hurts, I don't know statistically. I know you keep up with that. But, I mean, he didn't have – I don't think he had 160 passing yards. So, when you look at how they're winning games, yeah, they're scoring and their, they're, they're, you know, their offense seems to be clicking. I, I'm going to continue to say that with Stephon Gilmore – and Deron Bland, I mean, we don't even talk about Diggs anymore, who's the Pro Bowl corner that they lost. Yeah. Last night, we thought about, okay, we saw Hankins go off with an ankle injury, and now the mentality is, okay, Mozzie Smith, Neville Gallimore, Chauncey Golston, you guys are going to have to step up and, 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 and play that position. How about – you know, the fact that you've got DeMarcus Lawrence at times going inside and playing as a three technique down there over the guard. I just see so much depth on this football team. And, and I think that's what allows them, Matt, to separate themselves and get these big wins because they're able to continually roll these fresh defensive linemen, fresh players in there. And the fact that, you know, Tyron Smith is able to get in the practice routine. He's in. He's not having to, um, you know, really practice. They're giving him some days off, and he's such a good football player that the offensive line is clicking right now. I think they ran the ball as good as I've seen them run the ball in a while last night. And this is this is against a a team that, again, an Eagles team that's really good in the defensive front. What are you talking about? Uh, Cox, 
Hassan Reddick. I mean, they are, they are physical up front, and Dallas got after them. So uh, I just think there's some little contributing factors that are allowing them to say, you know what, we not only can win this football game, but we can go out and really put people away and really get after them. I'm, I'm telling you, I think that that's, that's the difference in what gives you an opportunity to start thinking about, boy, if they can stay healthy and, 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 and continue to play at this level, I mean, I believe it's, I believe it's the Cowboys and the 49ers. And, and, and yeah, right now, would I say the 49ers are the, are the better team right now? I, I probably would, but you know how it is. I mean, that we have a month of the season to go and, the 49ers play a very physical brand of football, so you know they 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 could get nicked and dinged, and, and the Cowboys are playing that same physical brand. So if they can keep this football team fresh and healthy, keep rolling those defensive linemen in there, I think they have an opportunity to really, you know, really go win the East because even though they're on top right now, I think Philadelphia has most of the tiebreakers. They're going to have to be, you know, it's going to have to be a full one-game difference because if they finish in a tie, uh, the Eagles have too many of the tiebreakers right now. All right. Have you secured your uh, semifinal ticket to go see the Longhorns and the Huskies get it on? Have Because uh, they, they only gave the Texas folks – a 13,000 uh, tickets in the allotment, and the Texas season ticket holders are very upset. But you know people, you would not have trouble getting a ticket. How are you handling that? Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm really kind of to the point where I, I enjoy the game on TV a lot more than I enjoy going to it mostly. And the reason that I do is because the last one I went to was the – Cowboys and Seattle game and you sat next to me and just reaffirmed it's a lot better to watch it at home so I, I don't have to get your play-by-play play whenever you decide to saunder over there and get next to me in the press box. Felt like that was an enjoyable <laughs> time and felt like you learned quite a bit that night and, and the young man next to me from NBC, Pat Doney, I, I overheard him the other night saying, do you think Mosley will come back down here? Like just almost like Christmas morning or something, the excitement. So um, we did miss you in the press box. I'll tell you what I got out of the night was I got that you're still, your phone, you you were trying to show me some things on your phone, and your screen was so bad on that damn Android that you got. I mean, it was a borderline CB radio, Mosley. So that's really what I got out of it. Get yourself a damn iPhone and get out of that 10-year-old Android you're carting around. The Android will always be. That'll always be my go-to, and it messes up a lot of group tech situations. But that's how I function best, and I really miss the BlackBerry. The BlackBerry... (laughs) was a beautiful phone and that's how i used to write a lot of stories right there on my blackberry the things i could do with my thumbs on that blackberry uh it's it's a it's a it's really it's really something i miss all right uh, stretch thank you and um and we wish you the happiest of holidays merry christmas to you same to you you guys have a great day see you buddy glenn stretch smith former cowboys 
scout and coach uh, on the Matt Mosley show, and also he used to be part of the Eminem broadcasting family. You never know when he may come flying back in off the top rope. Um, he does a nice job, and uh, we enjoy having him on. All right, let's let's um, let's circle back and listen to a little more of Jerry Jones, and then we'll do that. I also want to react to the uh, men's top 25 of uh, some very interesting things going on that I wanted to point out. Uh, we'll do that next. 